You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. Welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. Rico Beard, Evan Jenkins. We're getting time. Bubble Watch, uh, Big Ten basketball is getting really, really interesting. And what you're finding out, a lot of things. Purdue may not be the team that we think that they were. I think I think young guards hit the wall, freshman wall, Fletcher Lawyer and those guys, they're not the same people that you saw back in January when they were on fire. Purdue squeaks one out in Wisconsin. I'm not a big Matt Painter fan. I, he's a big choke artist, but I gave credit with credit too. Matt Painter. Know what happened when Purdue was up three? He fouled. He fouled. <laughs> know what happened when Purdue was up three again? He fouled. He kept fouling. He kept doing that to the end of the game. Uh, they ended up winning 63 to 61, but there was no way in the world he was going to let Wisconsin get a three-point shot off. I don't know why this is so hard. I don't know why we're still talking about this, but we are. Well, uh, let's talk about it then, because Illinois up three. Right. Underwood last night, their coach did twice, twice. You would think that he would learn regulation. They're up, and Brad Underwood, the Illinois coach, you would think would say, "Guys, here's the deal. We're up three. Michigan throws the ball in the Hunter Dickinson." Hunter gets it and gets immediately triple teamed. I'm sitting there saying, why? You want him to shoot the two. I would have put my shortest player on him just to invite him. I, I probably would have got those orange little airport things that the oh. guys have and just steer him <laughs> to the basket right there, right there. Matter of fact, here's a bullseye. Dunk it right over me, Hunter. Go ahead. Get the two. I'm not going to foul you. They double team him. They kick it out. Jet hits the three. We go to overtime. And then in the second overtime, oh, by the way, who called that overtime yesterday? Oh, you did as we were sitting like 545. You're like, go bet the overtime, Michigan and uh, Illinois. And Kenny Cott, who works on your two to six show, is like, why don't I do that? And then you're like, I just have a feeling it's one of those things. What was the odds? Like plus plus 1265. Yeah, when I saw it instantly, I was out to dinner. And I text you. I'm like, I hope you bet that. <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, it just because it felt it, like that. Everybody close games because Michigan's in desperation mode. Michigan needed that game badly because now it was a they, great game. By the way, it was. They put the. They were down by as many. They were as down seven at the end of the first half or the end of the game. Came right. back. They were yeah. They they were down by about nine, eleven. Nine was and the then they came year. back and then yeah they were down seven and they charged back. Went on a seven zero run. Tied the game up, goes overtime 70 70. They're and, up seven in overtime. And then Illinois started, yeah, then they went up 
again, and then Illinois came back because I thought it was over. Like a minute 40 left, Michigan was up seven. I'm on the phone with my buddy like, yeah, I think Michigan's got this one. This this is going to help their tournament. I Wait a minute. Wait and you know what minute. it was? I called it as I'm sitting there with my wife. Nobody will believe me. Maybe she'll vouch for me one day. You know what happened? Michigan went up seven in that overtime. Did you see what happened? Mr. Dickinson decided to start taunting everybody. Yeah, He's waving at the crowd. I go to my wife. I go, that right there? And Illinois is going to come back. Illinois it's came back. Just, just wait till the end of the game, dude. Yeah. Illinois came back. Terrence Shannon missed the free throw. He got an and one. It, that made it. Uh, Illinois was down 81 to 79. He got an and one. He made the basket. It was 81-81. He misses the free throw, which then would have won the game. Michigan misses their final shot. Goes double overtime. Double overtime. You could kind of, The gas was leaving both teams. Now, all of a sudden, it's just a lot of clank, clank, clank. Uh, Michigan, six points in the overtime. Illinois scored 10. But they hit the big shots when they needed to. But then once again, and I don't want people thinking, like, oh, you're just saying that because it's Michigan. No, it just bothers me when, when college basketball coaches who make millions of dollars can't do simple math. It's Illinois hole in the rules. It, it's, this, it's the equivalent of taking a knee and eating clock in football. Yes. It's walking intentionally walking a batter in baseball yeah when barry bonds comes up with the bases loaded and they decided to walk him, that yeah. was a smart choice yeah or you know what let's just we got first base open let's just go ahead and put him on first yeah and we'll pitch to the next guy it's analytics and i know that some people analytics is a dirty word but illinois underwood same situation and i'll give uh uh what's the guy from duke that, that michigan joey had? baker joey baker Comes off of three to screen. Play was beautiful. Right. I mean, he started off in the corner, runs past two guys, stops, re-pivots, goes past Hunter again. He's wide open. Wide open. And then it was like, oh, Joey. Well, that's not how Jawan drew it up. So here's my question. But why did you, once again, you go over the screen? Because if he again, cuts underneath, okay. I just... The only thing that I question about that play call, and I know Jet with two T's was on the bench, go to Kobe Bufkin. That kid has been lights out for you. See, I thought that they went away from Bufkin because he he led the charge. That's what I'm all saying. All of a sudden, nothing. In overtime, he disappeared. And that's what. And was I, weird. I don't know if he hit, ran out of gas or what, but yeah, it, it's weird when he's clearly their best player. Yes, I he's, agree. He's immersed as their best player right now. A lot of people are like, he's going to go in the draft. I was like, you kidding me? I'm like, you know what? I can see that now. Yes, 100%. he's going out there. He can get his own shot. They he didn't go to him. Rack. Yeah, it's weird because he was responsible for them going up or coming back from being down seven. He's yeah. hitting these threes. He's hitting pull up jays. It was just odd, but I got, mean, Matt Mayer tried to take the game over for Illinois, Mister <laughs> OD on Monster Energy drinks. It was all jacked up. Huh? He played. And then he started clanking three point. He was going for the kill shot and just like, bro. Yeah, and that double overtime. He hit the first one to go up three. And right. It's like jacking. You're because like during the game, Illinois was running the layup line, and then you know they went away from that. But Michigan loses. Illinois wins the Big Ten tournament. I think the only team that you know exactly where they're going to be is Purdue. Yeah. Who's going to be one? And I think. Uh, Minnesota's 14. So I was hearing last night, if Rutgers would have won that game and Michigan lost like they did, there would have been an eight-way tie for second place in the Big Ten. Right. Now it's, what, a seven? 
Yeah, but it's just it's that well, yeah, One, and then two, Michigan three, State's right four, there on the five, heels. Six. I count Michigan State because thanks to Rutgers, you have, you wanna karma. Last night a little bit, yeah. If you don't believe in religion, if you don't believe in karma, karma happened last night in Minneapolis. Rutgers did not want to move the game. Big Ten, everybody said, okay, if Rutgers moves their game against Minnesota to Tuesday, Michigan State can play Minnesota, make up the game where the people were shot and killed on campus on Thursday. And then both teams said, well, you know what? We'll just play. You know, it's going to be a rough week for us. But both teams agreed. Rutgers would have had an extra day. Rutgers has been struggling. Rutgers said, we don't want to do that because our kids need to go to class. Mm -hmm. And and poor Minnesota, you know, they're going to have to play all these extra games. Well, Well, yeah. Minnesota had to lead once yesterday. Came when the clock hit three zeros. Money three, too. Yeah. Also, by the way, don't give me this whole the kids, they don't want to play. And Yes, they do. Minnesota, guess what their season ends? When they lose in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. They would like to play a couple more games if given the choice. Absolutely. And especially their young coach who's trying to get everything going with them. Right. Minnesota's like, okay, yeah, we'll take this because you know what? Our young guys get a taste of what the Breslin Center crowd is like. So next year, it won't be brand new to freshmen and sophomores. Yep. Because now think about it. Next year, you got two classes who have never experienced what the Breslin Center is like. And according to the polls in the Big Ten, it's the second worst place to go play a game at. Only Mackie. Okay. Mackie's the worst. It is. I mean, I give him credit. It's, but yeah, it, it's a snake pit. Nobody likes playing in Mackie Arena. So I, I give him credit for that. But yeah, they go out there, Minnesota, 75, 74. I have never felt so vindicated and just laughed. It was like, Pico, that's what you get, you smug son of a bitch. That's all on you. <laughs> It was just, you know what? How does how did that taste? Don't get go get your juicy Lucy now. Well, you know what? They faded pretty hard here at the end of the season too. I mean, yeah. they did. And that's why State he didn't want to did. play. That's why he didn't want to play extra games. You think at all the Big Ten's going to make some noise in the tournament? No, I don't. I think that you see a lot of teams in there. They're going to be filler teams, but I don't think you got any. Like Purdue is going to be difficult because nobody's seen a Zach Eady. No, and especially, well, the one versus 16, whoever that 16 is. Well, no, off. I mean, just because it's, the Big Ten is starting to adjust the 80. Yes, but 7-4 but it, doesn't come out all the it's time. It's an anomaly that, okay, you're in the ACC, you're in the SEC. Coach, I don't know what to do with him. Uh, I, I'll say this. It still comes down to, I look at Indiana. I look at Indiana, and I look at MSU. They have veteran backcourts. Indiana's got, well, when Trace Jackson Davis – no, you know, race tops like they they have veterans on their team that can help them get, and especially in the tournament. If you don't have an NBA player or players, you got to have juniors and seniors in your backcourt. You see it every year where you get to St. Peter's and you get those teams, and you look why are they winning? Because they got seniors back there. Mm-hmm. Those are the two teams that I would look at Evan and say, watch out for. And it's not because oh, well, you went to state. No, no, no. That backcourt is starting to hum. Well, it's they're that. starting to hit the shots. It's having a great coach and turnaround games. That's a big, big. Deal. I would say Northwestern, but I don't know how new the they've North also kind of faded a little bit. Yeah, they've they've started to run out of gas. Iowa is that hot team, but you know what? Here's the thing: I'm not buying an Iowa because I would. What happened this. last year? Right there, Evan. Come on, give me. I, Iowa does it every year. I was. So, they get hot. Yes, and then they get to the tournament. 
It can't shoot at all. You know why? Because they're different gyms. They're NBA arenas, which they're not used to, which is so weird because we can go back to the old Jimmy Chitwood and everything. Well, the rims are 10 feet high. Court's the same length. But for some reason, the different atmosphere for them, they just can't shoot because last year I was convinced they did the same crap where they just shot the lights out at the end of the year, lit everybody up, and then get to the tournament and can't shoot. So I, I, I agree with you on that one. And I mean, uh, I think you got, geez, I, I saw a stat that Hauser, Akins, and uh, Walker in the last two games are like 24 for 35 shooting a three pointer. Like these three are deadly for MSU. And I get, first of all, I get to credit. Two re- last two regular season games, reg- in the regular, I mean, in, the, in regulation, they scored 191 points. It's crazy what they can do so fast. Too. They scored 101 against Michigan State and 90 in their in their previous game. Yeah, and then they'll go into the tournament and score against 54 and lose. Against Indiana. Now, now that basically probably pissed off Indiana, who's hosting Michigan on their senior day. Michigan has to have that game. They have to. And it, it, there's there's no ifs, ands, or buts. If if you lose at Indiana, you're you're already. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, Lenardi and everybody had you in the first four out. Yeah, I'm wondering if they updated. I'm going to check. But that was after last night. Uh, Michigan, Penn State, Wisconsin, and just though North Carolina and from the ACC, those four teams are on life support. All of them are hoping and praying that they can get that last win. North Carolina has Duke, Michigan's got Indiana. Uh, Penn State hosts Maryland. I think Penn State has the best chance of getting that final win and, and probably Wisconsin. Wisconsin's at Minnesota. But, yeah, you're Michigan. Now, you can, if you knock off Indiana at Indiana on their senior day and then go out and win a Big Ten tourney game. I think you got to win two. I was about to say, if you win one, now you got to hope that some things happen your way. You win two. And I think you're probably looking at the 11th seed play-in type of game. Now, Lenardi did update it this morning at 9 a.m. Michigan still sits on the first four outline. Okay. So, Penn State actually moved up into the last four in. They're the last team in. Them and Wisconsin sit on that line right now. Um, Now, for Michigan State, let me see if I can find them real quick. Still seven. Um, Michigan State is seven seed out west. Who's yeah, the two? Kansas State. Kansas State is the two seed. Correct. I think they could beat Kansas State. So if do that, I. If that's it, then man, if you're Michigan State, 
you may get out the first week. And Arizona's there. That would be, um, yeah. and they're not what they were, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, yeah. that's just one. Yeah, get out the first weekend, Tom. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what you got to worry about, yeah. right? Yeah, we we haven't seen that except for cashes. So, yeah. Uh, also, a little bit of news. MSU had their press conference yesterday. They're doing senior ceremonies. Four people are going through there. Uh, the, uh, the what? Um, Hauser. Hauser's going through. Walker. Walker's going to go through. Hall. Hall is going to go through. And the guy off the bench, I forgot his name. Forty uh, three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Whitens. Whitens. Whitens is the only one who cannot come back. The other three can. The other three have a decision to make. Hauser, which apparently has an injury year that he could petition to get back. I mean, the way he's playing now, I'm not going to say, no, you can't come back. But, man, at this point, he's going to be like, what, 26, 27, it seems like. I wonder how old he is. Walker. Yeah. Because people are like, well, Jeremy Fears Jr. is coming in, and you're going to stun his growth. No, and, let and him I, learn. And I had this, I had a conversation with a buddy of mine last night. He's 23, Joey Hauser. I will, so he'll be 24. I would take a fifth-year Tyson Walker over any freshman. Oh, yeah. Tyson Walker, who is now fi- – bringing back fifth-year Tyson Walker, you know what that is? That's Cassius. That's a guy who can just lead this team on the court because you're starting to see it now. Well, and what it means is that these young kids can play off the bench and all the pressure isn't on them. Right. So if you could have him and Holloman still coming off the bench and Fears and Holloman – Tell me how much they could learn because Hogarth's still going to be see, here. Now, Holloman, I guess Holloman and Brooks are two guys that I'm going to see where they're at. If I would they guess, transfer out. I guess Holloman would stay depending, I guess, on what Walker would choose, right? Right. Because if Walker comes back, I mean, Holloman's not done that much to make me say, oh, yeah, well, he's got to go in there. Because no. he he's the only he, – he refuses to shoot the ball. That's the one thing about him. But I feel – I don't feel like he makes many mistakes when he's actually in the game. No, he's only in there for a minute or two at a time. Right, but when he's in there, if he's in there with Matty Sissoko, you are now playing five on three. That I agree with, yes. And he's got because a little teams, tum-tum to him. Look, te- but he has a nice shot. Which teams is are treating him like Russell Westbrook. They're not even guarding him anymore. Oh, They're God. like, okay, if you want – like. And I t- if you, you realize if you hit one three-pointer, you're going to make people respect you. Which he has. It's just – Come but a long he time ago. He, right, he won't shoot the rock. And the last time he made a three. And Malik Hall, I mean, because I'm thinking if Malik comes back, because he's like, well, who's going to be your starters? And I said, well, it'd be Walker. It'd be Hogard. It'd be Hauser. I think Booker. Xavier Booker, the incoming freshman, would start. Yeah, and, and they bring Kohler and, and them the, off the and bench, the, and right? The, and the fifth guy. I don't know if you go with Malik. I don't know if you go with Maddie. I don't know who you're going to go with. I think that would depend on the team, right? Yeah. If you need to go big, big. But I think those four are the ones. Oh, I'm sorry, Aikens. Those are your five stars. By the way, talk about stepping it up. Well, that I, kid. I, yeah, I tried to tell Mike that Aikens has NBA potential. Okay, so Holloman shot a three <laughs> uh, February 4th. Before that, he shot two of them. Against Buffalo on December 30th. Exactly. Nobody remembers. <laughs> so, yeah, your lineup, I guess, would be Aikens, Hauser, Hogard, Walker, and Booker. Yep. 
I think the front, and then you just bring Malik off the bench, or maybe you start Malik, but Booker. Well, it's kind of like it's kind of like with Jaron Jackson. Eventually, that's what I was gonna say. Him and uh, or even the the super class of of um, Miles, Miles, and but Miles uh, started from day one. Miles did, but Cassius came off the bench. Nick Ward came off the bench, and who was the un, um Langford. um. Langford came off. Yeah, so it's the same kind of deal yeah. where your main big is your dude. So that's what I'm looking at is for their for their starting class well, next year. But hey, next time we get to talk and do this, we're actually talking about seeding and stuff. We at are, least for a Big Ten tournament. We are talking about seeding, yeah. And we'll be talking about uh Michigan State's in. Like I said, right now the Big Ten's looking at what nine teams in. Yeah, I think Lenardi had ten. Oh, yeah, because he's got both Penn State and Wisconsin. And Wisconsin. Michigan, you got to win. As I told Rieger, if you're playing on Sunday, win or lose, you're in. I agree with that. That I agree with. It's just brand name, they'll be in that first four. If you can knock off Purdue, you're in. Yeah. So, if, yeah, if you're Michigan, you, you almost want to hope that you are a eight or nine. So you get to play Purdue in the next game. Right off game. the rip, and you know what you you're You play Purdue for. on Friday, you beat Purdue, and congratulations, guys, you're in. Now, you may be in the play-in game, but you're still in. Play-in is still in. Yes. What you don't want is you don't want to play Michigan State. Not that you're afraid. Michigan State can't help you. No, not at all. Uh, you don't want to play teams that just, yeah, Iowa. neutral court, yeah, that don't do anything for your net rating yeah, and all that. Yeah, that. That the team that you want to play – is you probably want to play Purdue or you want to play Indiana again. Yeah, because it was actually kind of crazy because when Michigan State lost to Iowa, which was a horrible loss, but not in the committee's eye. They went no. up in the net ratings. They yeah. went up in all those ratings. On the road, with overtime. That loss. Yeah. yeah, so if you're, you want to play, yeah, you probably want to play Indiana. Like, Purdue, even, Purdue helps you. Yeah. If you're Michigan, I hate to say it, but if you, here's the good news. You lose to Indiana, you're probably a lock for the 8-9 game, which means you win that game, you're going to turn around, you're going to play Purdue. There it is. Go beat Purdue, Zach Eady, you're in the game. You're in the tournament. If not... I love that matchup, too, him and Hunter. Hunter played his ass off. He did. He that That's probably the best complete game I've seen out of him. You got Kobe Bufkin, who is... We're going up. You got the Purdue point guards who are trending down. Yeah, Doug, Doug McDaniel took a step back, I thought, a little bit in this last game. He didn't make shots like he had been, but this, that's a freshman. But he's also not in Chrysler. Yeah. No, I agree. So for Michigan, I, I knocking Purdue struggling. Get them. Knocking off Purdue. I don't think that big a out of the question. I and think you, and you gotta wonder how bad do they want it. So you know, they're they're gonna look to avoid injury and stuff like that. They're not MSU. Got to beat Ohio State this senior day, and then you wait to see. I think best case scenario is they can move to a four, but a lot has to. Penn State has to beat Maryland. Okay. Penn State beats Maryland, then then MSU moves up to a four if they beat Ohio State. Uh, but they're it looks like they're pretty much a lock for the fifth seed or the sixth seed. But that's the one thing I think that can move them up to a four. They're the only game on Saturday. They're at noon, mm -hmm. and then everybody else plays on Sunday. So they get the luxury of sitting back and kind of watching to see how this all pans out. So, yeah, we'll know what the Big Ten tournament status is by the time we come next week, and we'll know what Michigan's path is to get to the tournament. And for MSU, 
You keep winning, you move to the sixth line. It's easier to make it out that first weekend because now you're playing a three seed yep. rather than a two seed. And a lot of three seeds don't always win their first games. So just putting that out there. So what you got for me? I got something for you. But oh, I give it to me. Yours, my question will be addressed on your show today. So, oh, uh, you haven't seen that, man? Have no, you? yeah, seen it. It's good. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be, but very Star Warsy, Star Wars esque. Like it felt like you were. It felt like the whole movie took place in the Star Wars cantina. Are there any cameos? Uh, like anybody else in the Marvel verse that maybe shouldn't be in the movie. Uh, any of his uh, Avenger friends? I'm, to, I'm, I'm gonna say, say no. So no. how was Kang? Kang was good. Kang actually made the movie because the entire. If you've seen Loki, yes. You're wondering which Kang is this? Yeah, because in Loki, he was a very nice guy. That and... was the good Kang. But yeah. This Kang got banished. But you're like, okay, was he banished because he was too good? Or was he banished because he was really a jerk? Right. So you really didn't know until maybe 60% of the movie, like, oh, he's this guy. But then you're like, wait, no, he's actually this guy. So... Okay. He he made it. Uh, Cassie, the daughter, got on my nerves, but I guess she's teenage girl, right? Who no frontal lobe development. So, <laughs> well, you know what? Jonathan Majors might be the biggest star in the world right now because Creed three just dropped. But I'm trying to think. Oh, I don't think it was. Uh, no, it was. It was. There was one. Cameo. Okay. Cool. There was one cameo. If I don't see it this weekend, it'll definitely like, be next week. Oh shoot! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, most of that, it felt like the whole movie took place inside the Star Wars cantina with these weird characters. And, oh, okay. Yeah, so. That's, I get what you're saying. So, yeah. So, all right. Uh, anything else? Nope, that's it. All right, next time we talk, we'll know who's going to be in the Big Ten tournament. For Evan, I'm Rico. Thanks for listening, watching, and subscribing. Keep doing it, and you've been watching the Five Star Zone.